Welcome to The Room Next Door, a place to explore your own spirituality, connect with your loved ones on the higher side of life, and figure out what's in store for you on your own life's journey. Whether it's spirituality, astrology, numerology, tarot, or even runes, there's something for everybody each and every week with my hand-picked guests. And this week is no different whatsoever when we have Mr. Bernard Key from the Trinity Paranormal team joining us. He's the owner and lead paranormal investigator, visiting old ruins, old military bases, old hospitals and disused ruins, wherever you may find them, simply to find out what goes on in the life beyond the physical realms. He's also the owner at Trinity Spiritualist Group, which he's going to tell more about himself, but also a presenter at No Holds Barred Men's Talk Show discussing men's health and a range of other mental health issues. Welcome to the room next door. <laughs> Welcome to the room next door, and we are live. Uh, well, Tracy's in Stoke, but we're in the UK, and I'm on the world just across the way from Liverpool. And this evening, we have got some very special guests. Uh, we've got Mr. Bernard Key from the Trinity Paranormal Group. So we'll talk more to him later. And the No Hold No Holds Barred uh, Men's Health Group. So we're going to be chatting about lots of different things there. And we've got quite a few guests dropping in for mini reads uh, here and there. So Atlantia, how's it going for you? What's been happening since we last spoke? Hi, yeah. Um, well, I've actually got round to setting up an Etsy shop now. <laughs> an Etsy shop? Okay. Yeah, so Tell us all about up, it, Atlantia. I've set up my little Etsy shop and I've put one or two things on that I've made and spells, you know. Um, and I've put on a couple of um, the past life readings I do and I've put on distance healing. So there's one or two things on there. There's still a lot more that I've got to put on there. But you know me and technology. I'm finding my feet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Listen, what I was going to say to you, your Etsy shop now, I know uh, you can go to, was it Etsy.com, Etsy.co.uk? I mean, do you go to their main site and then what do people look for to find you? Uh, well, it depends on what they, some people, you know, it, they tend to, they might type in readings and mm. then it'll show up and it'll bring up. I'm very, very new to Etsy, so it might be a bit more difficult for me to show up straight away. Um, but on my Practical Magic Facebook page, I have put the link to the Etsy shop. I can send you the link. Um, so go to your Facebook page, Practical Magic with a K, pra pra Practical, yes. CK, uh, yeah. Magic. And there's a link to your Etsy shop on there. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Okay. So, now, you can, know, can people buy spells off you on there? Yeah. They can, yes. Go on, tell us and about I do stuff. it in different ways. I can do it where you've got a physical item I can um, post out to you. Mm -hmm. Or some people, they just like spells that you just do for them. So yep. they, they just sort of message and ask for whichever spell it is. So it might mm -hmm. be love, it might be wealth, it might be, you know, success, it, you know, it might be self-confidence. There's lots of different things that you can use magic for. You can use it for absolutely anything. It's just endless possibilities. It really is. So, you know, they can sort of contact me and I can do the spell for them. So, and they don't have to have a physical item because some people don't want a physical item. Some people have got people around them that are not really into that. And they might find it a bit awkward to carry a spell around with them or to have a spell sitting in the house. Yeah. So then they prefer to, for me to just cast a spell 
from my end and then it's just working for them okay um, so people can physically go and buy a spell off you you do it and they don't necessarily have to do they don't have, yeah they don't have to yeah. carry anything they don't have to be with me what i do ask for is their full names and date of birth um yeah. the reason being because there's a lot of energy and power in your name and your date of birth mm. and i can connect to that energy which makes your spell a lot stronger right um and if I can have a photograph, that's good because I can get a good energetic connection by mm -hmm. a photograph, but it's not essential. So, well, yeah, there's various ways of working the magic. Right. OK. So, guys, if you do want to find out a little bit more about uh, practical magic, uh, we've got, I'll tell you what, first of all, you want to go to look up practical magic on Facebook and then there's an Etsy store there. But also, if you want to see Atlantia's website, uh, there's a link on my website, andrewd.com. And the only reason is because... We're in the middle of setting up practicalmagic.com or whatever it's going to be called. Uh, it's far too long, the website address. So just go to mine and go to, in fact, look look under spells, okay? And the spells will take you right there and tell you all about Atlanta and her spells. And uh, anyway, so so you've, you've been getting your Etsy store up and running. You've been doing sort of spells. I know you've been doing a few readings this week. As yeah. Well. Uh, so yeah. we're getting you out there, aren't we? Yes. Yeah, definitely. We're, get, we're getting yeah. you out <laughs> We're getting out, getting your ass of your broom cupboard. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. I mean, I, I love energy works. I work, I love working with healing. I do a lot of different healing systems as well. And I love to work hands-on with people. But yeah. the healing you can have done by a distance as well. You don't, you don't have to be with me um, to have that done. So pretty much anything I can do, I can do from a distance. You don't have to be here with me. Okay, there you have it, guys. Uh, distant healing, distant spells. Uh, but of course you do do... Now, are you doing, uh, you're only doing face-to-face -face readings at the moment, aren't you? Or are you doing Zoom readings or are you doing telephone readings or anything like that? I can do, uh, well, the face-to-face -face when you're sitting here with me, that's from the 12th of April when we can open doors again. Yeah. Um, but face-to-face -face would be via, um, I tend to take phone numbers and I tend to ring on WhatsApp and call you on WhatsApp. Gotcha. I can do okay. Messenger. Yeah, absolutely. I find it amazing, you know, sorry to interrupt, but I find it amazing that people say, what you can do it over the phone you can do it yeah. by the telephone well hang on a minute don't you want me to talk to like some dead people but you don't believe i can talk to you over the telephone and yeah like, yeah I, I guess a lot of people don't realize that it doesn't make any difference to us whether you're sat no. in the room physically or whether you're the, other, the other side of the world it makes no difference because it's the energy we connect to yeah. so we're not connecting to somebody on a physical level we're connecting to their energy and we're connecting to the the spirit of the loved one who's standing behind you giving you information so it doesn't matter where you are in the world you can still get that information from that that spirit behind you and pass that information over in the same way with psychic work yeah. you can still connect to that person on a psychic level and work with your guides and relay that information so you mm -hmm. don't have to be here and i always say sit at home get a nice cup and put your feet up you know yeah, sit, your sit in your gym and get a reading yeah, yeah you haven't even got to get in the car <laughs> yeah, yeah. And do, do you know what? Uh, somebody said to me the other day, he said, do you find Zoom readings easier or telephone readings? I said, well, when I'm on the telephone, or Zoom's a bit different because you, you interact, but when I'm on the telephone, yeah. just sit there and it's like I'm just totally and utterly concentrating on the voice because I wear headsets because I dial through my computer. Yeah. I'm just totally concentrating on the voice. Whereas, like I said, if you've got cards there, or it's on Zoom and you've got to show them cards or people are sat with you, you know, they get lost on the way to you, uh, then they can't find, you know, your office. And then, you know, uh, they've arrived late and somebody's 
somebody wants to stay longer and you're trying to get them out and get the next lot in. Yeah. So with the te telephone, sorry guys, no disrespect, but the telephone, you go, sorry, love, bye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I find, um, I find a lot of people like video with me because I think they can see me, so they feel cool. more connected. Um, yeah, and yeah. I, I love it either way. It doesn't matter to me. I can do it either by a phone or I can do it by, a, you know, video or email, email readings. Well, I'll tell you what, it's surprising how many people don't want to be seen. And they go, telephone's fine. Telephone's yeah. fine. So, yeah. Anyway, listen, we've got somebody with us at the moment trying to get in. Uh, Safi, known to you? Yes, yeah. Safi, she's lovely. It was a telephone number, but now she, I think she's hit the link and she's coming on as Safi. So oh. uh, Safi's joining us any minute, so we can have a good chat to Safi. Not that I know, the, it is a lady, isn't it? She's lovely, she's yeah. lovely. Not that I know. Safi. Yeah, fine, okay then. So uh, Bernard's going to be joining us very shortly. Mr Bernard Key, if you've not uh, heard already, he's going to be joining us. Uh, he uh, chairs a men's health group, okay, talking about mental, mental health issues for men. Uh, but also he is the owner or part, I think he's, I'm not sure, we'll find out. He's either the part owner or the owner of Trinity Paranormal Group, as well as the Trinity Spiritualist Group over in Liverpool here in the UK. So Bernard will be joining us soon. And also we've got uh, Vaz joining us as well after Safi. So why not? It's going to be a party tonight, isn't it? I know, it's great, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So uh, Safi's still connecting to audio. So we'll see what's going on there. So what cards are you using tonight then, Atlantia? Oh, I've got my witchy tarot cards. Your I love witchy, my witchy tarot ones. Cards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I, I'm, it's a few years since we actually met. I mean, a few years since we last saw each other physically. But yeah. uh, I just remember you zooming around Stoke in this little black Fiat <laughs> with a, a witch sticker on the back. Or it said, my, my other car's a broom or something like that in the back, wasn't it? Yeah. It didn't say, yeah, I haven't had that car for a long time now. Well, I tell you what, it never went for a long time because it was just, it just wouldn't go, would it? I kept breaking down and Tara was at Travaris and well, I was caught with it because my dad bought it me. Yeah. Or, or you get somebody to follow you in case you broke down on the way. <laughs> yeah, that was in pretty much every car I've had though. Oh my word, okay. Motoring on the right budget. This one. Yeah. Well listen, we're still waiting for Safi to join us, not quite sure what's going on out there, but we've got uh, Vaz uh, joining us right away. Uh, oh. So we'll, we'll bring everybody on board, why not? Let's have a party. Uh, <laughs> here we go. So Safi's nearly joined. Ah, there she is. Hi, Safi. Hello. Hi. Yeah. Hi. I don't know what happened. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Don't worry about, about it. Yeah. Sorry about anyway. that. I dialed in. Well, you did, and I saw your number uh, dialing in. And uh, now, just for anybody who does want to dial in in future, do you get asked for the ID number, or do you just dial straight in on that number? Um, I dialed in and it asked for the meeting ID. So I put the meeting ID in and then yep. it said you're just in the waiting room. Right. Okay. Okay. Because I saw you disappear again. I thought, oh, she's had enough. She's gone home. So uh, <laughs> well, I, I thought after t after like roughly 10 minutes, I thought, oh, and then it went silent. It just mm. said, the, it, it just went completely silent. So I thought, oh. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> well, uh, we've got. Uh, Helios, uh, now I know him as Vaz, maybe he doesn't like being called that, but that was his name when I knew him. Uh, I think it's just part of his name, but uh, he's there somewhere anyway. Uh, so I'll ask him to start his video and then we'll keep him on mute. So, uh, you know Atlantia, have a chat. Uh, hi, Safi, she knows me as Tracy as well. Hi, Are you okay? Uh, yeah, good, thank you, are you? Yeah, I'm great, right. thanks. Excuse me one sec, ladies. I'm just going to ask uh, 
Helios, can he just mute his speaker? Just so, just we haven't got a little bit of a, I'm looking for the mute thing on. Normally it says ask to mute, but I can't see that bit. So uh, anyway, that that's great. So he's going to sit there on his best behavior till it's his turn, okay? Uh, Hello, so Helios. Helios, well, welcome. And thanks for joining us this evening. Uh, right then, so Trips, Atlantia, Safi, let's see what let's see what's happening. Okay. All right. So, okay. All right. Okay. Right. Is there anything that you would like um, South and Andrew to focus on, or do you just want us to pull cards and see what happens? Yeah. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Because it's just Whatever overall comes. for me. Yeah. <laughs> overall for me at the minute, isn't it? <laughs> okay. Do right. Let's have a look. Okay. Right. So straight away, I'm aware that there's some juggle going on with money here. I feel as though you're balancing, it's like a balancing act and you do feel as though you're feeling a little bit anxious and getting this anxiety that feels like it's coming up here as even feeling anxious with things. But what I want to say to you is, although you feel like everything's kind of changing and almost like it's collapsing a little bit, it's got to do that so that you can come into the new. You've got to go yeah. through an old and let go of the old so the new can come in. But what I do feel is things are going to be much better. So as you yeah. let go of some of this old, this news coming in, and this balancing act isn't going to be for long, you will turn around. I do feel as though we've got something changing on the career end of things, but I also feel yeah. that with your mindset, just be very, very focused on where you're going and don't waver from it, because you feel a little bit like you're sort of, in one minute you're sort of focused and then you're coming off path again, it's like you're losing yourself a little bit, so stay focused. Because yeah. I know that once you stay focused and you go where you're going, it's going to be brilliant for you. This is a blip. You, you haven't got to worry. This is a blip. Okay, right. That okay. sounds good. Interesting, Safi, because I, I, I've just automatically turned over angel cards and oracle cards. And the uh, the angel card I got here for you was, and as Atlantia mentioned, the balance coming in. So that was the top card of my deck. Right. And they've been there all day because I've been teaching in the office all day today. Uh, and this one as well, interestingly, uh, it does say have fun, but... There's, I feel like there's a little bit of a minefield because I've got the, the Ace of Swords here for you. And I feel like there's a little bit of a minefield. And can I just, you don't, you only have to say yes or no, but have you, uh, have you been uh, feeling like you've got to tiptoe around somebody or there's like somebody is like, oh, I've got to go left, is it, everything's going to kick off. I feel like you're walking in a bit of a yeah. minefield or walking on eggshells. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like I, I need to... Uh, it, I, I always use this analogy because when I, when I was still in the military, you know, it's dead simple. that If you don't want to be uh, the training we went through, if you don't want to be affected by the effects of a nuclear fallout, one of the things was distancing and one of them was shielding. And I feel like I want to distance you from this situation so there's less fallout for you, but also uh, shielding. It's like, you know, for example, put a wall between you, you, know, you go in the other room and leave them in that room. And I feel like I want to you know, anything just to sort of protect your energies here as well. So are you quite empathetic as well, are you? Or do, do you re are you really sensitive to the, the energies of other people as well? I think so, to be honest, yeah. I am really quite, yeah, quite emotional, quite sensitive person, yeah. Yeah, okay then. And like I said, distance, shielding, and if you put, if you can separate yourself, I mean, you, you might live on opposite sides of the planet for all I know, but where that <laughs> where that is, if they are local and they are relatively... Um, you know sort of in your in your atmosphere then there's a need to you know put that distance between you but can I also say yeah. I'm also being made aware here now I feel this is an animal possibly a dog but did you have a dog called Mickey going back at all no well can I say would you yeah. understand who Mick or Mickey is around you then 
We've got a friend called Mick. Okay, okay. Let me just park that on one side. But I'll tell you what I'm also being sure because I was aware of, I call them lap dogs or little rats or what, if you want to call them, you know, not Rottweilers, but like a little white dog. But to me, it reminded me like a, a round Jack Russell size because this thing just leapt on my knee and it looks white in colour. So I, can I just say going back, do you ever have a dog of that description going back? No, I used to, we used to have, when I was growing up, we used to have a dog that was um, a mongrel and she was sandy coloured. And she was called San Sandy, and I've got a co- I've got a cockapoo now. She's like the Bailey kind of coloured. I know. Um, what you mean, yeah. Okay. 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 No. Th- this. Well, obviously, sand. I can't make Sandy and uh, white. You know. Yeah. I was just being made aware of this other dog, and the only other thing I've been aware of as well. Right. I'm not sure whether this is symbolic or real, but can I just say, going back, if you didn't play the violin at some point. Can I say, would you understand somebody going back that was very musical? Because I've been given like a fiddle uh, and uh, the bow that they use. And I feel like, but I'm also being shown what I would call classical music or opera here as well. So I feel somebody's shown me. So can I just say, okay. would you know somebody that played the, the violin or the fiddle going back or did you? No, no, hmm. I didn't. No, no. The most I played really was the flute. Or the recorder. <laughs> 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 right. Yeah, okay. yeah, tried, right. yeah. Like I said, sometimes it's literal and sometimes it's symbolic. And the only reason I checked in with that, because I know this came from spirit, and I kept hearing the words, she's being played like a fiddle. She and that's a really okay. old phrase. Being that played like sense. a fiddle, like somebody's playing you. Would that make sense? That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, okay. And I was just double checking whether it was literal or symbolic. Uh, yeah. and that and all I'm saying is that you uh you will get wise to them okay you will get wise to them and and they're just doing this thing's going to turn things going to turn uh because as you know what goes around comes around or everything goes full circle as they say so this is going to turn for you okay uh yeah. I, I really want to be taken towards september here uh okay and, and just double checking september the 12th or 14th around that point would you understand a significant birthday or anniversary around that point at all um, not those dates, no. Okay, then. Just keep your eye out for, I mean, because obviously if it is in the future, then that's not something yeah. I can, you know, we don't know yet, do we? So might be just yeah. worth keeping your eye out for those dates. Uh, yeah. You know, 12, 14, 10 to the 14th of September, around that point. I just feel things are going to, you're going to look back and go, oh, what was, it was all to do about nothing. But I know it's important. Right. I know it's important yeah. to you now, Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, can we just leave the, uh, have you got anything else you'd like to ask me or Atlantia, uh, Safi? Um, no, no, that, no, that's fine. I mean, it was just an overall, really, of everything, really, career. Mm. I've got a few things going on with my career and I've got a few things going on in my life. So mm-hmm. it was to see if there was any pointers towards that, really. Mm-hmm. Safi, I, I, I think I've said to you before, but I can't shake the self-employment for you. I really can't. It, it's yeah, just no. so strong for me. And I think this is a path that you are going to go down at some point and it feels really good. It's like you'll be really successful with it. But I think you've got to step outside your comfort zone, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, it's... Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I'm sorry, I'll just say from a, a practical common sense perspective that, you know, you, you're not getting paid every month. You don't know how exactly how much you're going to earn each month. And there's always that little bit of a fear factor. But I do want to say come from a place of trust. Uh, 
And yeah, okay, there's things that you don't have to do when you're working for somebody else. But if you are working for yourself and you know it's going okay and you, you're paying your way, uh, suddenly you know the world's your oyster. So, you know, give it some serious thought. Yeah, yeah. It is something that I do... I do want to do in the future, definitely. But because my little one's only nine, I just yeah. think he needs to get to high school and then my time will come. That's what mm -hmm. I keep thinking. So I'm looking at staying in the same profession that I'm in. I'm an estate oh. agent, but looking at a different direction with it, really, more like training. Yeah, sure. Okay, well, it's boom time with the estate yeah. agents at the moment, isn't it? So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is, it is, yeah. yeah. So what was it to say? Don't, yeah. Look a, don't look a gift horse in the mouth, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it, yeah, yeah. yeah. And do you yeah. know what, just, just maybe as well, Safi, just maybe, you know, I know it's good to take a wage each month, but maybe there's, I know people go and get the licences and they, they set up on their own or set up as independents. So yeah. whatever, whichever way it works for you, you know, give yeah. it some thought. Okay. Yeah, I will do. Thank you. Brilliant. Listen, yeah. you look thank after yourself, you okay? Much. Oh, thank you very much. I'll speak See you to then. you soon. Thanks. Bye bye now. Bye bye. 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 Right, that was Safi. Now, is Safi in your neck of the woods, is she, uh, Tracy? No, she's in Yorkshire. Um, oh, right, I, okay. I work with her via um, video call. Ah, so a fellow she, witch. She'll either do, she, no, she does. Um, she comes to me for healing or readings. Gotcha. And yeah. so, yeah, she's a client. Fabulous, fabulous. Well, hopefully that, fingers crossed for her there. Now, let's have a look at this one. Uh, now, normally it says mute or unmute. So, uh, Helios, can you hear me at all? No? Oh, <laughs> I think he's messaging me. No, he can't hear me. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, Let's have a quick look at this. So you keep talking, Atlantia, and I'll uh, I'll see what's going on. <laughs> this is all the good stuff about live. Right. right. Okay. So what do you want me to talk about now? <laughs> see, <laughs> putting me on the spot. You always say you can't shut me up, and then when you put me on the spot, I'm like, now what do I talk there about? There is that. <laughs> well, I, I don't quite understand what's going on with that there. So we'll, we'll try and get him on board. But what we'll do is bring uh, Bernard in. Uh, Bernard is uh, in Liverpool, and he's a uh, He's uh, owner of the Trinity Para Paranormal Group and the Trinity Spiritist Group. So hopefully we'll get him in soon and we can be chatting to him about what he's doing yeah, right now. Yeah. Uh, well, Helios, if you can hear us, I'll, I'll be with you shortly. I'll, get, I'll message you in a second. But Bernard, can you hear me? I can indeed. Ah, right. Good stuff. Hi, he's, he's, got a, he's got a good mic as well. So uh, I have. I'm all prepared. He's all yeah. professional. Yeah. <laughs> right then. So, Bernard, welcome. And... Uh, you're with the beard this time, are you? Because every time I see I the beard there, the beard's not there. <laughs> yeah, it's going full. It's getting shaved in a few weeks, so it needs going. <laughs> right, okay then. Well, listen, uh, tell us... Obviously, I know you through uh, your spiritualist group because I served yeah. your, your organisation, your church at one point. But I know there's lots of people that are really interested in the, uh, the paranormal side of things. And, I mean... I mean, let's just touch on it for a little bit. I mean, that must have really hit you because, I mean, that is going into public buildings with crowds of people and sort of all hanging around together in the middle of the night. So uh, that must, <laughs> must have really felt that this year. Oh, God. To be fair, we were having, we were actually planning a break last year, so we kind of worked out perfect for us. Um, but the bugs kind of starting to draw me back in. So it's yeah. just like getting the jitters of getting back in, but it's it's a good experience to be fair, getting in there and getting 
getting investigating again, getting the history of a building. Um, mm-hmm. It's just, just yeah. something that just doesn't leave you, to be fair. What's your role <laughs> in the investigations? What do you do predominantly? So we'll take a group of people. It's either private or we'll do it just ourselves. Um, we'll take a group of people around. Um, it's like what you see on the TV. It's like yeah, yeah. haunted and ghost adventure. It's all that. Yeah, um, yeah. I've done that myself. I'm just wondering what your personal role is in the, you know, are mine you more the is, guy or are you more medium or? I'm more of, so I'm the owner of it. I'm the team leader um, yeah. and I'm medium as well. Yeah. Um, so I'm jack of all trades, master of very few. <laughs> that's no, yeah. but that's good because I think sometimes being a jack of all trades is good because you can turn your hand to most things as opposed yeah. to just being focused on the one area. Yeah, and exactly. Things like this, it, it's brilliant, especially when you're going in somewhere and sometimes you can pick up on a spirit that somebody else isn't picking up on. So you might have more than one medium there who's not picking on up on that particular spirit, but you will be. Yeah, and I think that's where our team kind of gels because yeah, I think we've done that many invests that we can all kind of pick up on different things that you know others can't, or even the guests. To be fair, yeah. a lot of them have picked up on stuff that we couldn't even dream of picking up on. Yeah, but, yeah, um, that's it. When the energy's strong, it just yeah, it's there, isn't it? And it's just about getting more people aware of you know sometimes the things you feel with your body are not absolutely people expect to see somebody pop up don't they they expect to see somebody standing there or they want to hear them talking but they don't realize that sometimes you're working sensory as opposed yeah. to you, you're hearing or you're seeing exactly because when we go to any place regardless of where it is and how many times you've been we'll always tell people you know for me seeing a a full body apparition is very very rare yeah i've only i've done this what maybe five six seven years and i've seen two yeah yeah so it's very rare and i think people come on the aspect of you know they've seen those tv shows and it's like i'm gonna see this i'm gonna see that and to be fair we tell people it's cold it's boring sometimes you just sat there in the (laughs) darkness but you know that one little bit of (coughs) will make your whole night as long Absolutely. as you're coming in and have it, because we work a lot with humor and laughter. It, yeah. It's just our forte. It's, you know, we bounce off each other. If it's quiet, we'll start skitting each other. Yeah. And but you fair, need that because that raises the energy and exactly. that means that the spirits and, are able to communicate a lot easier. Yeah. The energy's higher. So. And they can't, they kind of get nosy, is what we say. They yes. get nosy because <laughs> the attention isn't on them. They haven't got the control anymore. Absolutely. They kind of took the control back and it's like, boy. <laughs> You know, <laughs> so that's yeah, what we absolutely. find anyway. Yeah. I think that's good because also it's keeping that positive energy there as well. Yeah. So you're keeping a lot more protection around you by doing that because yeah. you're working from a higher place. Plus, it also kind of anyone who is coming in for the first time or is a bit unsure, it kind of relaxes them. And the more the more people are relaxed and the more open they are to yeah. having an experience as small or big as it is yeah um, yeah it just changes the whole group because if you have that one person who's like oh i'm not going to do this and this this you kind of feel it in the group and it's it's like that it's like that moth to a light bulb it's like the light bulb's gone out and the moths can't find us it's the yeah. same thing with the ghosts it's like if you've got one that person who's like that it's like my light bulb's gone you're not gonna yeah. get nothing 
Yeah. I'll tell you what yeah. you, you were saying about all that, uh, Bernard, that it depends on, you know, uh, I mean, I'd love to hear about some of the buildings you've been into and some of the, uh, you know, the experiences you've had, but, uh, you know, as you drive up Park Road in, in Liverpool and you've got yeah. the big Tesco Express on the uh, the big Tesco Extra on the right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. As you're going towards town, well, opposite there, there was a pub called the Pineapple and my mum and dad had it until about four or five years ago. And uh, there was a lady, she was from a, a I can't remember now, it was Warrington. There was a spiritual mm. group or a paranormal group, or maybe they just went out and did it together. So I've got two stories about that lady, but they camped out in there in my mum and dad's pub all night. And they went, oh, well, it didn't really get much, didn't really see much. But when you're working in there, and uh, I remember having to open up at uh, six in the morning because uh, we had people coming in. And there was this one particular door into the lounge. And my mum had the door shaved. She had the locks replaced. She had new keys cut. She had the door replaced. And and you're going to get, oh, come on. And the day... and she said to me, I've, I've had a new lock on there. I've had a new door, but, you know, new lock, new key, everything. And when we used to lock it and, and you go, jigga, jigga, and then you test it and everything. And there was one day I was trying to get in at six in the morning. And as I put the key in the door, it's almost like a hand went on the shoulder. The whole building was alive. Yeah. Uh, I felt like a shiver down my back and the door would not open. And I just said, for crying out loud, will you pack it in? And <laughs> the, the key just turned in the door. So whether you believe it, or whether you don't, but my sister has been on the bar in there and had her hair pulled. Uh, she'd been pulling pints and she screwed. It was the end of the night. She was cashing up. Her boyfriend uh, was waiting for her because he'd gone to collect her at the end of the bar. Mm. And she screamed and she ran because she thought somebody gone behind her and down into the cellar. And she ran into the cellar, couldn't find anything. But, you know, he said like it was a huge scream. And there was incidents like that all the time. But mm. the two ladies who, the two ladies who investigated it and said they didn't really get much, they said they spent their whole night in the graveyard. I mean, that's got to be the first place you go to a graveyard. And uh, they said they spent all night there with the recording devices on, um, I don't know what you call the ectoplasm machine and whatever you call it. You can tell us all about that. <laughs> and uh, they got nothing. And it's the next day when they listened back to the recordings, they said about six o'clock, because they, they just had enough. They were, they were wet, they were cold, they were tired. <laughs> uh, you know, the usual story. And they said they listened back to the recording and about 6 a.m. they had morning and that's all they heard on the recording and yet there would be nobody else in the graveyard with them all night. But Andrew don't so, you find that when you go to a graveyard it's one of the least paced places you're going to be hanging around. Well you meant to have been laid to rest aren't you? Plastic. Yeah <laughs> it's like everyone always thinks that they're all going to be hanging around in the graveyard and they're not they're hanging around you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's always my understanding because like people always ask us oh, what about graveyards and it's like no offence you're not going to you're not going to feel sorry for yourself looking at your own body in the ground. It's not going to do. The pineapple is literally across the road from me. Really? Because I'm, I'm on park. I'm just off park road where the Tesco is. Right. So I'm, quite, I'm quite annoyed that I've not been able to get in there before they've closed it down. <laughs> well, it's, it's been turned into, well, it wasn't for sale, but they turned into, a, I mean, to be honest with you, I and my brother have done most of the work turning the two top floors into rooms for a B&B. Yeah. And all they've done is put wallpaper up, put an extra door in and sold them off as apartments. Yeah. Uh, but within the building. So the whole building's yeah. up for sale now. Uh, so it's just a white building now. The signs have gone. But yeah, my mum and dad were there for about 30 years. And I tell you what, the place was alive. And my brother, when he had a few few too many to drink, he just used to sleep in one of the rooms. And he said, you hear doors going on that. And he'd locked every door in the building. Mm. Yeah, and then you hear footsteps on the stairs and everything. And he spent most of the night looking 
looking for people running around the building because sometimes you used to get the old drunk fall asleep in the toilets and you forget about them, you know, things like that. But, you know. <laughs> so, uh, uh, wow, I'm giving my life history away. Eh? Aren't I? <laughs> well, listen, Bernard, what, what's the, I mean, you, you're right about these TV programmes uh, and somebody once said to me, yeah, our old mate Derek, you know, uh, somebody once said to us, he probably sees more in 10 minutes than most, most uh, paranormal investigators see in a year. Uh, but what's probably the most, I don't know, atmospheric, busiest, haunted? Uh, what would you say? That, because uh, is it Newsham Hospital? Uh, Newsham Hospital, Newsham Park, Newsham Park? I mean, that wasn't the, that the old orphanage. Um, to be fair, we've done that. I'm, I'm trying to remember now. I think we've done that about six or seven times. And atmospherically, fantastic place to go in. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. Just to walk around. Oops, sorry. Muted me. So, no, we haven't. <laughs> um, just to say you've walked around it and just soaked in the atmosphere is fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Activity-wise, I'd say 50-50. As much as I love the place, any ghost hunt, any paranormal investigation, it's hit and miss. It depends on the energies of the night. Mm -hmm. It all depends on that group of people who come in that night and if they're open or not. If they're open, fantastic. We usually have brilliant nights. If they're not, it's kind of like getting blood out of a stone. Yeah, one of them. Well, if you've got a lot of people that are a bit fearful, they're drawing their energy in, aren't they? So they're not pushing the energy out to be able to. Yeah, because we always do. I always do like an opening up of, you know, the white lights, just casting it over them, just to get them to, you know, kind of be the light bulb, like I keep saying. It just be that light bulb and let them come in. That's Um, it, because we're essentially batteries. I mean, they use our energy to come through. Yeah. So if you've got a group of people that are very fearful and they're kind of holding on tight to their energy and they're bringing it in, kind of like a little cloak around yeah. them, then it's not being pushed out so they can't reach as well. So they're using all the energy exactly. they've got, but they need our energy as well to connect, give the extra energy to manifest or to yeah. make contact or to speak or whatever it may be, if they're via the medium or in a physical form. Yeah, because it, it's like we them. always say, when we've done a ghost hunt, when we've had a good night, it's like a hangover the next day. It's just like we've gone 10 rounds with Tyson yeah. and we can't yeah. get up. And it's usually yeah. me doing the long drive home. So I've got yeah. to kind of rest. <laughs> but, you, know what, yeah. you know what, Bernard, uh, I, I will agree with you on that because when I used to do theatres or you know theatre shows and yeah. evenings and mediumship, I, I used to, for example, uh, I remember when I lived in the Midlands, I'd drive over to Lincoln do a show and drive back or drive to Peterborough and drive back. I tell you what, the next I used to I used to block my diary off so I didn't do readings the next day because you're right, it was like a hangover because you yeah. put yourself out there so mm. much, the energy and as uh, Atlantia said, drain that battery down to nothing. And I used to wake up with a pounding headache the next day. So yeah. I, I do know what you mean. So you've got to watch your energy and protect yourself yeah. as well. Yeah, because uh, when we've done like weekend events, we've done like two weekend, two nights in a row. It's like we'll always put a local one on the night before yeah and the yeah. big one the night after because it's just yeah. like yeah <laughs> we need sleep yeah yeah, yeah. I, I understand it 100%. don't you find that you can't sleep though because even though you're shattered the energy that's going through you it's like just being plugged into the mains and you just can't sleep so you're buzzing but you're absolutely shattered at the same time Do you know what on and then, like you say you get the headache <laughs> if if i'm a guest on someone's invest i can 
I'm, I'm like that. I'm buzzed. I'm high. I'm, I'm, we're talking about it for hours. If it's one of mine, I've organised. Because I could, me and my business partner, Ian, we always say, we because we're so busy that night, we could literally walk past a line of ghosts and not notice. Because yeah. we're just that busy. So yeah. we're, we're yeah. always shattered after our nights because we're organising them. Yeah, we've yeah. got to make sure everyone's fine. But like, I can take that for the just being a guest, just having yeah. that chill time and just actually focusing on it. It's it's it just takes it out of you. Yeah. And do you know what you're right? You're right, Bernard. Because I I used to prefer being a guest on other people's radio shows. But when it was mine, I was playing with all the buttons, fiddling everything, making sure yeah. they were on ball, making sure everything was working, making sure the sound was okay. It was like you said, when you're a guest, you just switch off and do, you know, just go to that little place. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Okay, well, listen, uh, we're going to find out more from you in a minute, Bernard. Bern, yeah. But we've got to bring Helios on board because he's been waiting ever so patiently. That's uh, fine. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, so I've asked him to unmute so he can hear us. So, uh, Helios, if you can just unmute, if you click your screen, tap the button, and you'll see uh, if you tap your screen, then it'll un uh, unmute your mic. There you go. Fantastic. Helios, how's it going? Yeah, you're not bad in yourself. Long time. Yeah, to yeah. I swear, you, you just get younger and younger, don't you? What What is it you put on your face? <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. It's um, I would say it's veganism. Veganism? Do you think so? Mm. Yeah. Ah, yeah. right. Right. Okay. Do you know what? Uh, my son's vegan. Uh, well, nearly vegan uh, until he comes home. But the reason he's vegan is because it's ch cheaper because he's a student, so uh, <laughs> he doesn't have to buy meat. Uh, and then when he comes home and he eats all the meat in the house, like, I thought you were vegan. He went, "Well, this, this is all you've got to eat, Dad. So I've got to eat something." It's like, ah, okay, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, I, do you know what? I'm not going to knock it, but I mean, just talking about veganism, we might even get some vegans on one week, Helios, but. Do you find the food keeps you going? Because I, I'm just hungry all the time, and I'm just hungry all the time when I eat vegan food. Sorry, Hello. sorry, you still with us? Oh, we've lost him. Is he there? Oh, hello. Got yeah. him. Yeah. There? Yeah. Back. Right. Okay. I was just saying about vegan food. Do you? Do you Feel like it keeps you going or because i'm just hungry all the time when i eat it uh when i first became vegan about 17 years ago i mean i find um you tend to eat a lot of carbs and obviously you know what carbs do they give you energy very yeah. very and then obviously you you hit flat and then you want to eat again yeah. um yeah if you if you change from carbs to more towards protein then you're absolutely fine yeah Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I must admit, you know, I, I'm, I look a bit older these days uh, and I'm being really <laughs> conscious of, uh, you know, fast carbs like the potatoes and obviously yeah. the sugars and things like that. Yeah. Uh, so I'm being conscious of, you know, eating the protein. So you're burning fat, you're not burning exactly sugars and then having that crash. So I, I am aware of that and I am conscious of it, but, uh, you can't beat a good steak. I do apologise. But... <laughs> I'm keto. I'm keto, so I don't have carbs at all because carbs turn to sugar in the body and it gets yeah, to fat. Yeah, so yeah. I'm the other way. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your what's your take on this then, uh, Bernard? Are you uh, keto or uh, are you sort of a uh, fish and chips or? I'm pure carbs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get this body on 
carts. <laughs> no, nice food. It's got to be carts. Oh, trust me. Yeah. I've been there. Done that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, think, I think as well, I mean, and I do take my hat off to you, Hallius, because uh, to be, to, whether you're a bodybuilder or whether you're a vegan yeah. or whether, you know, to be dedicated to something that long as well it really does take discipline because i must admit i do uh it's coming up to easter and i do have my uh moments of it well no, never saw that did you you know, <laughs> you know cabbage cream egg or whatever <laughs> andrew when you come down i'll do some of my healthy chocolate and you won't want to eat that anymore it's really healthy is it right yeah, healthy chocolate good. sounds good healthy chocolate yeah. sounds good to me right okay <laughs> listen hell is uh, oh, well, talking of which, you, you've got a little, why not, and give you a plug here, you've got a, uh, is it actually a business, you, you, your vegan cakes, or is it just something you do for yourself, because you're always putting them on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, um, I used to do it quite a few years ago, moved to location, and for the last um, two years, three years now, I've been doing it professionally, yeah. So is, is that your living now, is it? Um... Yeah, I kind of do something else as well sure. on top of that. I did have a full-time job, but unfortunately um, I got uh, the boots last year. <laughs> 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 Which we won't go into that one right now. Right, but, okay. Yeah, so it was kind of a blessing, to be honest with you, because now I can focus on, on that side. Yeah. Um, and also what you're doing. Yeah. And isn't it weird the way the universe works sometimes that, you know, people get the cycle or, and listen, I, know yeah. that I do understand 100%. So I will go on record as saying that this pandemic has, it's devastated families, it's devastated businesses, people. I, I know people who've gone bust. But I also know, and I'm not talking about the supermarkets, I know some little businesses. For example, there's a vegan eatery near my office. And mm. I spoke to the guy that owns it today. It's Joro Vegan Eatery, J-O-R-O, -O, Vegan Eatery in uh, Birkenhead. And yeah. I said, I saw him today. I went, oh, Barry, how's it going? And he said, can't keep up with the deliveries. And he said, mm -hmm. we've not really, he said, I don't know how I'm going to juggle having customers back in the restaurant. And be yeah. doing the, And he had to go down the delivery route because he said, I wouldn't be here. I'd be signing on the dole. So, yeah. you know, so he's found a way. Uh, and he said, it's been hard. It's been tough. It's been stressful, but he's found a way. Uh, so he's like, I need a holiday now, whereas... Uh, but like I said, there are winners and there are losers, uh, and I feel yeah. with some people in the pandemic, it, I know I'm going to get shot for this, but some people, it's done them a favour, uh, yeah. or it, yeah. it's helped them, or it's pushed them in another direction that they would never have had the courage to do. Yeah. Uh, and have you found that yourself, that, you know, with you getting the push from the job, it, they sort of did you a backhanded favour, but you didn't realise it? They did, yeah. I mean, obviously, at, at the time, um, it wasn't pleasant the way they kind of, um, did it but yeah. you know probably about a month two months after when it sort of happened last November last year I kind of thought hang on a minute they've done me a favour because yeah. I was extremely unhappy um, with a lot of sort of aspects of the um, management sort of side uh, yeah so I thought no it gave me time also during this pandemic to sort of sit here think what do I really want to do mm -hmm. so yeah I focus on on the cake side and also focus on the spiritual side as well good good so, excellent okay well, well listen yeah. what we'll do well i know because you, you've come for a little reading tonight and uh it's funny i always see i always see you trawling around the bazaars on facebook anybody doing a free <laughs> reading so uh, but do you know what it, it uh as somebody said to me the other day if you don't ask you don't get do you so uh 
yeah. So uh, I was going to say, Bernard, if you, if you f- feel you want to join in this, I mean, you know, take advantage of all of us. But if you're not, Bernard, we'll talk about your, yeah. your paranormal business, Trinity Paranormal Business, uh, in, in a bit. So, uh, Alantia, do you want to start off or just see what you've got for Helios? Yeah, sure. Do you know, I love that name, Helios. It's so, <laughs> I said to Andrew, he said it's a very magical name, Helios. It's, yeah. um, I really like the, the energy to it. What made you choose Alias? That's really bizarre. Um, to be honest with you, uh, for a very long time now, even since I was a child, I kind of didn't like my name. Um, I always thought the name that I was given by my parents, which was um, Vasily, which I cut into Vas, which obviously is what Andrew D knows me by, yeah. um, I found wasn't right for me. So yeah. as I kind of um, you know, grew up, got into all this sort of spiritual stuff, um, I just felt I'm in change of my name, and the word Helios came to my head. So I, yeah, I changed yeah. It. yeah. It, you know, the energy just fits with you. Mm-hmm. It just clicks. It sits there, and it's like you know, I do think that your guides were actually helping you with this yeah. because That's sometimes the energy of a name doesn't mm-hmm. quite sit with somebody, but yours mm-hmm. does. It fits perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, as I'm going into your reading, I'm feeling some kind of. Um, Although I'm feeling a lot of positive energy surrounding you and forward movement, I'm feeling some loss of love that you've had as well. And I feel as though there's been something um, where you've been feeling a bit on the emotional side of things, on a love end of things. I feel as though there's been something in the past and loss of love that's kind of maybe still sitting there, if that makes sense. Yes. But what I want to say to you is, even though I still feel it in the heart chakra here, and it does feel quite heavy, like a weight, I do feel as though this is going to be eased because I'm feeling as though you've got some new love coming in. And I feel this lighter energy and I feel excited for you. And I feel as though things are going to turn around. And I do feel as though you're going to come into somebody, you're going to meet up with somebody who may be somebody that knows somebody you know, as opposed to just maybe a dating site kind of thing. I feel as though this is somebody that would come in via somebody else as well. Now, I do feel a lot of celebration around you. I feel as though you've got some really good things to come and definitely business, definitely business. I feel as though this is going to take off massively. Guys, post your links underneath on this Facebook thing because, you know, people on our Facebooks will pick up and they'll be like, yeah, I know I've got vegans on mine and I know I've got people that love the paranormal. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you post your links under, people can access you. I do feel your business massively and I feel success. I feel excited for you. I feel like I want to focus on your passion and drive in life as well, because even mm-hmm. though you've got your passion and your drive there, I feel mm-hmm. as though some of it's taken a bit of a kick and yeah. it's almost like you're struggling a little bit. Uh, can you yeah. still hear me? I noticed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carry on. yeah. <laughs> me picture's gone off. Um, so yeah, I do feel as though it's been taken a bit of a hit, even though I feel as though you have got your passion there. So that will come back in as well. I do feel as though you need some self-healing and some self-worth. So I don't know if you've ever done journaling or anything like that. And I feel that that's a way to go forward as well, because that will get all that old energy that you don't want on paper. Because remember, when you were talking, when you've got words, words are create. So when you think about the word spell, that comes from the word spellings to spell, to create with words. So when you were brain dumping, so to speak, in your journal, you're getting rid of all that old energy, all those old words, those old feelings that you don't need anymore so that you're Mm -hmm. making room for new ones to come in and new energy. Mm -hmm. So it's, I do think it's something that's going to find a really helpful tool for you. 
And I do see you've got a lot of hard work here, but you're going to have some good money coming in. And I do feel as though you've been protected here as well massively. You've got people around you that are guiding you and protecting you. I don't know what your name is and um, origin-wise, but I don't know why, but I feel connected to something to do with Greece or Greek with you as well. So I don't know if you've got somebody that you work with or if it is a Greek and things, but I feel very connected to the Greek, if that makes sense. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm Greek. <laughs> You're Greek. There you I go. I don't know what's happened to my picture. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> uh, let's have a look. Uh, so, ask to start video. So, uh, are you on a laptop? Uh, yeah. If you tap on the screen, there, the, uh, top of that. See, right, okay. I'm getting better. <laughs> <laughs> Just guys, I'm were... useless with technology. <laughs> Just while you were listening, uh, the Helios uh, or Helios, uh, I had this image. Now, I, I'm not going to ask you, are you a runner? Because I think this is very symbolic. But I just had this image of running here and just running. And there was a film years ago, many years ago, back in, I don't know, 80s, maybe late 70s, with Arnold Schwarzenegger called The, the Running Man. Uh, yeah. But I just kept yeah. saying running and running. And I'm not going to say, do you sweep things under the carpet? But, you know, do you either avoid confrontation or if something goes south in terms of relationships, do you tend to sort of turn your back on it and not deal with it and tend to just walk away and have done and, and go, that's it, I'm done, rather than resolving issues? Uh, is this been a facet in the past for you in relationships? Um, in the past, uh, yes, but not in this relationship now, no. I'm sure. very... I'm, I'm very upfront. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and that's what I've been showing, you know, whether it's a lesson that you had to learn or, you know, it's something that life is throwing at you to say, you know, yeah. it's time to stop running. It's time to stop running and, and yeah. turn the face. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I'm not quite sure where this analogy comes from, but uh, I've heard with some animals that, you know, rather than being chased like a bear, or I'm not, I'm not going to try it, but, you know, like turn and face them and then I'll go, oh, hang on a minute, you meant to run away, I'm meant to chase him. You know, it's like an instinctive reaction. So yeah. I'm saying turn and face and you'll get through so much and this is going to be you progressing uh, forwards. And also, uh, okay. I mean, I don't know where you advertise your products or, I mean, I, know, I think you've got a website, but yeah. can I just say, have you either been looking at or, because I feel like I want to turn my head and point towards New York, towards America. So have you got something planned coming up there or have you got just connections out that way? Is it something you're looking to do? Um, no, not as far as I know. Okay. okay. No. I, I keep hearing New York, New York and ah, Frank Sinatra, I did it my way. So can you be a bit bullish? Can you be a bit pig-headed at times? I'm very pig-headed. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I did it my way. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, Look, okay, you might not like what other people have got to say, but, you know, people yeah. do have opinions. <laughs> you might not want to listen to them, but sometimes people, you know, they, they may talk and they may have something to say. You might not want to listen, but it might it might pay pay you to listen every now and again, okay? Constructive yeah, right. okay, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you're listening on your wireless, he nodded. <laughs> so the podcast these days, they're not wireless, are they? <laughs> Okay, right. Uh, Do you know, everyone keeps telling me they love the podcast because they say that it's good fun and the energy's yeah. up there and they, they really enjoy it. Well, I mean, what do they say? You know, uh, it's easy to be miserable, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Anyway, Bernard, did you have anything at all? and uh, Or were you just listening? You don't have to. but No, no, I did, I, I did actually. I got the Greek connection straight off. Mm. Um, 
can you take a granddad in spirit, Elias? Yeah. Right, okay. I'm, I can't distinguish which side. I want to kind of go more towards dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. But yeah. don't, please don't hold me on that because that is a... That, for some reason, that doesn't fit. Either that or I've got two different people. Um, while I've been sat here, I've got... My heart's been beating quite slowly so i know one of these granddads would have had a heart condition or would have passed due to their heart so heart failure or a heart attack i'm not sure not sure okay right um oh they've been doing this lately they give me something and they take it back um i had it and i can't right um right if you can't take heart condition or heart attack i know there will be a bit of a bit of a distance between grand granddad dying and grandmother dying i know that he i know there is a bit of a a long yes. break between that okay yes usually usually for me if it's a slow heartbeat it's either mm-hmm. a condition or broken heart so like that broken heart syndrome it's like it's like i didn't recover from the loss okay whether yeah. he's gone too soon or she's gone too soon either way it's like i'm, I'm shattered Okay. okay. Um, I also need to give you a pocket watch. Okay, for me, the pocket watch is towards him. Um, right, okay. Um, give me that again. Right. When he passed, okay, it, it's kind of like, I know it's always, they've always gone too soon. We all say that. Mm-hmm. But I do believe there were still a few things that he had planned and were in the pipeline before he passed. He just didn't get to do them. Yeah, I knew that one is. Okay. Yeah, that's my mum's uh, I know one of them would have been a big birthday or a birthday party. Okay. I know there's a birthday that he's waiting for. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. I just know I didn't get there. But I was there, okay? Okay. I I didn't make it physically, spiritually. I was there because I was at the end of the bar with a pint. Okay. Okay. So Mm. I know I've made it to the celebration. Um, And there was one more. Okay. I know we mentioned Greek there, but I know I need to give another native tongue. I know I need to give another language as well. I just, I can't hear it. I just know it's another language. Would you, would you understand either of, either of, either granddad's speaking um, more the, languages uh, than they, they should have? Because I think, uh, I think they kind of sort of speak um, obviously, they speak Greek Cypriot, which is where they come from, Cyprus. Yeah. Um, and I think um, a lot of them back in that generation can speak Greece because it is slightly different. Right, okay. But almost similar, if that makes sense. Right. Can you take French connections with either one? Um, I'm not sure. I would right, have to I'm just seeing the French flag, okay. Um, I'll leave the two of them with you. Um. I know one of them needs one of them needs to give you a little wind up toy. Do you know the old toys you would used to get with like the keys and you had to wind them up? Oh crikey, okay. Right. I need to give you that as a memory. Okay. It I need to okay. give, I need to give you a train, to be fair. 
Okay. I just need to give it as a train. Um, I need to say the old-fashioned ways are still good in this modern era. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, mm-hmm. I just need to give you that message. Mm-hmm. And I'll leave Thanks. them with you. <laughs> Thanks, Bernard. Thank you. Uh, and just before we let you go as well, Helios, just one thing. Can I yeah. ask, have you have you lost a partner or have you lost an ex? Or, I mean, uh, an ex who, who passed away or passed a spirit? Would that make sense to you? Um, there was a very good friend of mine who passed away quite a while ago. Well, can, can I just say, if it wasn't you... Was he involved in clubbing or nightclubs? Because I feel like a lot of dance, not just a nightclub dancing here, but I feel almost like either involved in the music scene or even possibly so as a, as a dancer, a professional dancer. I know, I know you get bars where people dance, but uh, would, would you or him have been involved in anything like that at all? Um, not myself, but I, I think he, um, he entered some quite good competition in ballroom dancing. Okay, and I was just thinking nightclubs and nightclub dancing and things like that. So he would have done ballroom dancing, would he? Yeah, competition. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. because just a quick message from... Oh, and can I just say, would David link to you as well? Oh, I know David. Yeah. yeah, and David's around you now? He's in spirit. Sorry, I do apologise, yeah. But as I'm... David wants to be remembered, I do apologise. Sometimes I, I, I look forward and back and then get them mixed up. Uh, sure. David wants to remember but your friend who passed, who was the dancer, yeah. uh, he said, Helios, just stay light on your feet. Don't get bogged down. Just stay light. Don't keep running, but just keep dancing. Keep light on your feet. And uh, when you when you dance, as you know, with a dance partner, you know, mm-hmm. it, I think this is between you and your current partner now. He's saying, don't step, don't don't be stepping on each other's toes. Learn to move together rather than just scuffling. Okay. Yeah, I can stand that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So when yeah. you've got a dance partner, you know, if you've got somebody who's got two left feet or, you know, they're heavy on the feet and you, you cannot move around the dance floor, you can't glide. So it's about staying light on your feet. It's not getting bogged down in emotions, getting bogged down in negativity. And that's what you're saying here. Stay light on your feet, keep moving and stay positive, stay upbeat. Okay. And, and that will keep that upbeat energy around you and within the relationship and within the home. Okay. Understood. Yeah. Okay, Very then. Good. Listen, Thank love you and leave you, mate. Uh, you take care. We'll, we'll uh, let you go because we've got to catch up with nice Bernard. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Oh, no. she's back. Hello. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've done it. I've sussed it myself. Well. <laughs> okay. Well, listen, we'll come back. Uh, that was Helis Andreas. Uh, and I know he's down south somewhere. I'm not sure. Uh, I think he moves around. South Coast the last time. Was, uh, it's a few years since I've spoken to him. Uh, but anyway, uh, so we've got Bernard with us, Bernard Key. He is uh, the owner of Trinity Paranormal Group and uh, the Trinity Spiritus Group. But uh, we talked about that in a little bit. But uh, tell us more, Bernard, about your uh, No Holds Barred men's, men's Health Group. Is, is that an online thing? Is it where you would normally get together? Is it a Zoom group or, or are you just down the pub moaning? <laughs> to be fair, it's, it's something we've only just started two, two weeks ago. Um, oh, well, it's okay. A few of us were just a bit. We've talked about it for a while, and we've talked lately, especially over the lockdown, about how men's mental health is not spoken about enough. Yeah, and I know for me personally, when I've had those struggles with the mental health, it's taken me six to twelve months to to get any type of support or help. Yeah. Um, and me and Martin and Ian were just talking one day and we were just like, do you know what, sod it, we'll, 
will be the loose women for men. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. um, and just open those conversations because mm-hmm. for me as a man and for me as a child growing up, you were always taught to not show emotion, not be open about how you feel. Whereas women are encouraged to talk. You, you are encouraged as a woman to talk to each other. You, you openly talk. And I think that's the difference between the men and women, especially of like the older generation as well. Yeah. Uh, from talking to, you know, older men of, you know, well, why don't you spark a conversation? And it's just like, well, you're not taught to do that. And I can agree with them because that's the same for me. Whereas like the younger generation now, I'm more open to talking, but I still think there's that stigma of, you know, you're a man, you don't show that emotion. And that's just what we want to get out there. It's like, we want to start the conversation. Um, so the fit, like a few weeks ago, we talked about just mental health in general and our experiences. And last night we talked about uh, body image and eating disorders and how, you know, 30, 40 years ago, you would never consider a man having a problem with his body. You would never consider them, you know, struggling with the way they look. Whereas now you were, you're actually looking at children under 10 getting that problem and especially young boys. And we were talking about maybe like how advertising is, yeah. you know, half yeah. a problem. Cause mm-hmm. for me, if you, you know, if you've seen all those, um, aftershave commercials and you've yeah. got those chiseled men and muscles and everything and you just look at yourself and you think well i'm not like that so i'm not gonna uh, that's not for me <laughs> well, i mean we live in a very visual world don't yeah. we yeah and you know alantia and i were talking about this earlier on before yeah. we came on air you'd already yeah. loved it but we were talking about this but as an example uh, and i think the government are clamping down on this as well because uh or they're trying to because you're right you know that like the aftershave adverts or whatever and I saw I saw them and it was on the news and they had a guy you know just like this his hands behind his head stood in the water in his swimming trunks and the next minute they put abs on him they made his biceps look a bit bigger this his face was you know a bit of a squarer jaw and I was like that's bang out of order because you know I think I'm old enough and we are old enough maybe to look at that and go yeah not everybody looks like that because you've only you've only got to go down the gym and there's not many blokes who look like that in the gym, so, yeah, uh, or in the swimming pool or anything. So I think if you if you're wise to that and you're open-minded enough, but if you're growing up with that and that's all you see, and yeah. you know, treat, uh, you can comment on this. You know, like when you see every every girl in the uh, in the magazines is you know like a size yeah. eight, and she's you know, yeah. Well, not- do you know? I actually know it works because I used to do modelling a few years ago. And a lot of your pictures, you right. take the pictures, but you have to get in the most awkward of positions for a start to just look normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but once the pictures have been taken, if anything isn't quite right, the airbrush it out. So it's yeah. all done after so that you look perfect. So in actual fact, you could go in with a big spot here and, you know, you've got, you know, a bit extra weight on you here. And they just airbrush it and they just kind of tone it all down and get rid yeah. of the blemishes and so on. And then you just look perfect when in actual fact in real life, you're not like that at all. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it is really. There's the, uh, the broadcaster, uh, Tracy's frozen a bit there. But, do uh, extra bits too. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, we're still with you. We lost you for a second there. Uh, so they do do the extra bits, as you were saying, or they might airbrush out a, a spot or they might, uh, 
pinched the arm. But you know the broadcaster Vanessa Phelps. Yeah, you heard her blonde uh, blonde lady. Uh, she took her daughters uh, into the TV studio one time, and she said, "Look, there's the model. They're taking her pictures." watch what they do on the computer and her daughters were because her daughters fully believed that the model they saw in the magazine was the model mm. that you know that's what she looked like in everyday life and when they saw the actual girl they went oh my word you know all the makeup and she came in with no makeup on or anything then she went into makeup then she had her hair done and then then they, they played about with it on the computer so you know it's really important what you're talking about Bernard especially when it comes to men and you know men talking about it yeah we just we just don't feel that men as a whole get that you know help you know there's it's just it's just something frowned upon it's yeah. like it's something you don't talk about and it, I think that as a society I think that sometimes lies with us where we don't you know fully open up about it and I think it's yeah. just changing that mindset of you know it's, it's all right to talk yeah you know even if you don't really want to talk as much just that mm-hmm. It's like the um, there was a documentary Roman Kemp last last week or the week before, and he was a group of lads in I think it was down south, and they go on the rule of asking if you're okay twice because you mm-hmm. know you can always say you're okay and you can lie, you can yeah. All lie. Yeah. but usually if you get that second question, it's kind of like okay these are you know these actually want to know if I'm alright and you can yeah. it's kind of like breaking that wall with you know, the falseness. Mm-hmm. And what, one of the things we were saying earlier on as well, Ben, was that I, I would say 95% of my clients are ladies, honestly, you know, or yeah. one in 10 is men, something like that. And the men, I've had very few men that have come to see me for a reading or whatever. And they've been really open. I mean, one guy just sat on, eh, eh, yeah, no. Uh, and then, I mean, I love him, you know, and then burst out crying uh, because he'd he, he sat on this stuff forever uh, and didn't think it. Uh, and funny, I'm ex Air Force, he was ex Army, and he went, We didn't talk about this. We just didn't talk about this. Uh, because, especially in the Army as well. And, you know, I came back from Iraq. I came back from Iraq. I jumped on a plane and came home. The Army battalion that were changing over with, oh, sorry, the infantry, infantry company. They decompressed in Cyprus for two weeks and they were literally put in there, put in a room, put in accommodation, just given beer for two weeks. And that was their way of dealing with stress. So that's like going back to the 50s. Uh, come with me to the pub, son, we'll sort it out, yeah. you know. Uh, and it, it didn't sort anything out. You just created an angry generation that felt, like you said, unable to express yourself. Yeah, but it's even like those conversations where, like, you, you know, you would go to the pub but you'd always have that banter, but you'd, you'd never think of going to the pub and like sitting with your mates and being like, you're okay. Yeah. yeah. It's always that the pub's for like, like you said, just to get wasted and have fun. Yeah. It, it's, it can be one of them focal points. It's like the kitchen. Like mm-hmm. that for me, that's always somewhere where you go and talk. Yeah. As much as cook, you talk in there as well. Um, and it's usually, it's usually like the heart of your house. So you can always go in there and talk. Mm-hmm. That's that's the pub for me for men. <laughs> that's their kitchen. Do you know what we were saying earlier on as well? Now this is the weird thing because, like I said, I get a lot of ladies and they say I want a man's perspective on this about my husband or whatever or or whatever. But Alanti was saying about fifty percent of her clients are men and they do want to come and talk. And mm. yeah, it's sometimes it's uncomfortable at the times, isn't it? Yeah. 
have, have we lost her again? Lights is on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's frozen. She, uh, uh, tell you what, I think she's messaging me actually. Uh, so, uh, and she was saying, you know, fifty percent of her clients are men, and uh, you know, and they they want to come and talk. So it's uh, like you said, it's about getting that information out there. So for you, how do people find you? And uh, I mean, where are you having these discussions? Is it online? Is it like well, we're we're streaming every Tuesday on Facebook um, on our No Holds Barred page um, okay. and on YouTube as well. Um, so we're just we're just opening that conversation up on Tuesdays. We will just literally talk about our mm-hmm. experiences, hoping that we connect with just one person and they talk to us, they go and seek help, they, they just talk. So it, our aspect of if we can help one person at least, then we've done a job for a counsellor. We've, we've, sure. we've helped, you know, yeah. break that wall of, yeah. you know, being, having that wall up. So that's yeah. that's what we're kind of taking on as our role of just breaking that stigma. And that was the the exact word I was going to use was the stigma because when you go and see a counsellor, no disrespect to them because I know a lot of counsellors, but uh, there's a lady coming on in a few weeks uh, called Denise Granderson. She's in Atlanta, Georgia, and she's very very intuitive, but she's a trained counsellor, but she also says she's a life coach as well, intuitive life coach. And I had a good conversation with she's very in tune, but she said the vast majority of people that just come for the life coaching stuff, because there's no paper trail, there's no mm. names, there's no list. And like I said, people just want to come and talk. They don't want the whole life history documented and being sent back to the doctors. Now, I do understand that's important. Yeah. That yeah. Things are tracked and kept documented, but sometimes just an, just an informal chat. Can I just come and talk to you for half an hour? Yeah. So you're doing a great service there, Bernard. Uh, so, uh, do people come on? Do you get into reaction? Do men comment? Do um, right now we're just pre-recording. Um, right, okay. But the hope is in a few weeks we will be going live, and you know it's just about building that audience up first, sure. building that connection first. Um, so the hope is we are going to go live, and we we are looking to invite men on, even women, just to get because a while doing this, a lot of women have actually come to us and said, you know, we we don't know that that happens in a man's head. We, we've never yeah. thought of, yeah. you know, that's their struggle. And the support from the women that, you know, have looked at our page is great. And the feedback from men is just, they've, they've kind of realised, you know, it's not just them going through all of this yeah. rubbish. Yeah, yeah, um, and that know, whole thing—that whole thing—you're thing, you're not on your own. Yeah, yeah, it's like that connection we've got now together. Of you know, we struggle, you struggle, we'll struggle together. Excellent, excellent. That so it's the uh, no hold, no hold barred website. Uh, if people do want to get in touch with you, if people want to get hold of you, uh, and for your for your paranormal stuff, your your Trinity Paranormal, you've got your own website for that, haven't you? That's, Trinity Paranormal. Trinity Paranormal team.co.uk. Um, okay. Obviously, like at the minute, we can't actually <laughs> do nothing. Okay. Yeah. But we well, are planning a big comeback. Well, I was going to say, don't be hanging around because before you know it, everyone's going to have booked all these haunted places up. Uh, oh, no, don't worry. We're already started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, and for, you've got your spiritist group as well. So uh, now, is that still in? Uh, is that still in just at Princess Park? Yeah. Yeah. Um, was that again, Belvedere School was it? Or yeah, again with the schools, you know, being so close down, we haven't been yeah. there for. I think it. I think it was our year birthday last week. Uh, yeah. Three year birthday last week. Wow, that goes. I mean, because of course you've been closed for a year as well, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, uh, but we've so, be, we've moved online and we've doing services online every week, yeah. open circles. So we're keeping the interest going. So the Trinity Paranormal Group—that's one website. But have you got a group, uh, a website for your your spiritualist group? Is that just your Facebook page? Uh, Trinity Spiritualist Group dot co dot uk. I've we've got the Facebook pages as well and Instagram and all the other niches. <laughs> Great. So, well, listen, guys. If you if you do want to get hold of uh, Bernard, it's no hold barred, no hold barred Facebook page for uh, basically men's health, men, men's mental health issues. If you want to talk about it, and ladies, you're more than welcome to get yourself invited as well. But also, Trinity Spiritualist Group uh, that speaks for itself, and the Paranormal Group speaks for itself yeah. as well. So uh, now, just just before we let you go, Bernard, because we've got about five minutes left. Just before we let you go, uh, we asked about, or I asked you about atmospheric buildings before and places that atmosphere. But what would you say is, I'm going to say your best bit of evidence or your, your best bit of ghost hunting. What's the one that really stands out um, and everyone still talks about it? Oh, God, there's been a few. Let me try and think. Um, the There is one underneath the arcade in New Brighton. Um Oh, you know, the, the old, the old, the old arcade, uh, Art Deco building, yeah. Yeah, there's tunnels underneath. Wow, okay. Uh, it used to be an old nightclub called The Creep. Um, and then about five, six years ago, some fella had it as a haunted attraction. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when we went in, when it was the haunted attraction. Um, yeah. And the one bit of evidence that we didn't record um, is at the end of the night, we being told the story that the, a fella had died on stage playing this song. So the fella, the fella who don't do at the time, the one who did the horror attraction, he told us the song. We got the song, played it, and just continuously just heard beaten as the song is playing. So whoever it was was beaten to the, the rhythm of the song. So we played it again because... My head is someone's doing that with the feet or something like yeah. that. So yeah. my 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 eyes are just everywhere. Plays it again, exact same spots, exact same beats. And, and haven't you haven't you found with like spiritualist noise or spirit noise like that? It's almost like I don't know quadraphonic sound. You can't tell where it's coming from, but you just know it's there and you can hear yeah. it. But it's like, well, I'll listen at the wall, I'll listen at the door, and you can hear it. But it's like it's coming from everywhere and nowhere at the same time, isn't it? Yeah, well, lucky for us, like the bar area, you couldn't go in and don't be in fire regulators at the time. And mm -hmm. that's where the beats were coming from. Right. So we knew no one was in, you know, that area. Yeah, yeah. And that's where it was coming from. But my logical head was like, I'll check everyone's feet just in case. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Just <laughs> listen to it. Just go through the beats and play with the song. It was just amazing. But there's too many places to... Every every place has got a different reason to be special. Well, do you know when they say every day is a school day? I'm in New Brighton at least three or four times a week, uh, and 
if it's not an ice cream, occasionally it's fish and chips from along there. But uh, I never knew there was a nightclub or tunnels underneath that old yeah. old fairground building. Yeah, literally right underneath. Wow. Okay. It well, used they... to be like smugglers' caves and things like that. Fabulous. Fabulous. So... Excellent. Well, listen, guys, if you do want to get in touch with Bernard, you've got his contact details. You know how to get hold of him, and especially over the no hold barred stuff. That is so important. So, Bernard, can I just thank you for joining us tonight and coming to talk yeah. about? And if you'd like to ever come back again, we'll be glad to have you back and we can chat always, more. Always, whenever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and especially, you know, uh, when you get up and running again with your haunted nights and your haunted visits again. So when you're not yeah. too tired, we'll get you back on and we'll, we'll chat about where you've been and what you've been up to. That is fine. <laughs> yeah. All right, then. All right. We're missing you, Bernard. You yeah. too. Cheers, mate. You take care Thank now. Bye-bye. See you. Bye. Right then, I'm so <laughs> we got you back. Wow. Okay. I don't know what's going on, but I managed to figure something out and got myself back. Yeah. <laughs> that is the beauty of doing something live, isn't it? If it was perfect, and do you know, when you hear these podcasts, and it's like, oh, it's just perfect. It's flawless. But I swear they, re- they record them and re-record them and do retakes. No chance yeah. of that here. If, but the editing, yeah, everything, don't we? Not us. We're just raw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are warts and all. Well, one of us has got warts anyway. It's not me. Uh, <laughs> sorry, did I, did I say that? Did I say that out loud? Sorry. <laughs> I know. It's fine. Yeah. Some things just can't be unsaid, can they? Right. <laughs> so, listen. Uh, what have we got coming up next? Now, next week, we've got Mr... And then it's a burner. Then we've got uh, a South African gentleman who lives in London, uh, Mr. Carl Delo. Uh, I actually said to him, "Can you?" Because it's spelled L E E U W E, and I said, "Can you sort of set, tell me how you say your name?" And he recorded it as a Delo. So uh, that's oh. Carl Delo coming in. This week. He's an author. He's a quali- quali- quantity surveyor by trade, but. Uh, Particularly, he's an author and he's written a book called The Dyslexia Code, uh, but he also wants to talk about actually the subject of Jesus actually being in India at one point. Also, yeah. some, of the, some of the technology that other life forms have brought down to us. Yeah. Uh, and I tell yeah. you what, I'm just going to get his... Uh, bear with me one second, uh, because I tell you what, this is the easiest way to do it. So uh, get his info up here. Uh, most of all, you know, <laughs> no expense spared on this show. So, uh, Caldo, yeah, he is, uh, and he's also a leading campaigner of world peace via the truth. So he's going to talk about that. So I might have to rein him in slightly because I I know he's got so much information. And he told me that one of the books he wrote, I think it took him a couple of years, and he'd written a million words in this book and then took six months off work to edit it, to get rid of the stuff, get rid of the stuff he didn't really want. He's also going to uh, talk about climate change as well and retaining the right hemisphere gift of dyslexia uh, and it's the universe code the health spring code and this d- dyslexia code which he's going to talk about uh, and his website is lightsurfers.me so give mr carl delo uh, check in there with him because he's joining us next week uh so before we disappear uh have you got anything for us i mean uh i, I think you just nipped out for a a, a swift half <laughs> I don't know what's been going on. My camera kept going off and then it was like a lost connection. And I was like, what am I doing here? And you know me, I can't do technology. I'm trying to text Morgan to say, I need help. By the time he's come down, I've fathomed it out. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I don't know how I got it back, but I did. You know what it's like trying to get a teenager out of the room to do anything. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) he wouldn't come and help his mum. 
Right. So we're going to be back next week. We're going to have lots of funny. And Miss Calderlow is going to be coming on. We're going to have. Oh, I tell you what. Very quickly, she's only just appeared. Oh, very bad. Bernie's joining us. We might as well get her in, give her a quick reading. So, uh, Bernie's joining us. Uh, she's lucky there. She nearly missed a bus. <laughs> so, so and I'm back on. <laughs> and you're back on again. Yay! So. Now, this is the long bit. I wish I'd seen her beforehand there, but she's a lovely lady, Bernie. So uh, we'll, we'll check in with her and see what's going on. Uh, yeah. Bernie, can you hear us? I can, now. <laughs> right, okay, don't don't worry about don't worry about anybody seeing you if you want to see us. Uh, but the main thing is you can hear us. We, we're all on our way home, then. We had our coats on. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I thought it was quarter to nine it started. Uh, no, no, we, we've been here since uh, five o'clock. <laughs> Well, I was thinking, God, I'm a bit late. I'm seven minutes late. They probably won't let me join now. <laughs> yeah, well, like, like, like I said, you know, uh, Tracy taking her heels off and she was uh, looking for a slipper. So. <laughs> <laughs> I take my dressing gown back off. <laughs> I want to get yeah. up here for it to talk to you properly, but I don't know how to do it. So, um, well, what, what device are you on? Uh, iPad one, I think, or tap, two. Yeah, tap the screen and in the bottom left-hand corner, it should say... Uh, Make, make the video work or something. If you tap the screen, there's like a little video symbol, and you yeah. or uh, switch camera on or something like that. Let me see. Start video. Maybe that. That'll be the one. There you go. Hello, we can see you. <laughs> I can see me. I can see you now. With my finger How are you, both? We're good. We're good. Thanks. Yeah. So, what's going on with you, Bernie? Not a lot, really, with COVID. Yeah, yeah, okay. Can't do nothing, can't go away. So I'm a social butterfly, so it's absolutely killing me at the minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, have you got, I'm just saying, have you got a bit of a, a sort of green screen on there? It looks like you're in a tent or something. Girl. Yeah, it does, does yeah. it? does look like a green screen. <laughs> I used to Zoom once for something else because I'm not very good on this technology stuff. Yeah. I, I pressed a button and that screen came up. Oh, with you. Get it off again. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's got to stop there. <laughs> Really, I can't do technology either. I'm useless. <laughs> useless. Yeah. It was only when you kept disappearing. I thought that's a bit of a, a green screen. Yeah, Zoom yeah. has got a green. Yeah. Well, uh, to I be honest with you. to um, get it back off again for me. Oh, there you go. Well, uh, at least you're not camping anyway, and that's not the rain coming in on the picture. So <laughs> that's the main thing. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be the world on the leaf, isn't it? Is it? Oh, don't, don't ask me. Oh, don't God, ask. I ain't got a clue. I haven't been outside for 12 months. I got it on by accident. I don't know what I pressed. And it come right. I've never had to get it off since. <laughs> right, listen, we've got, we've, got a, we've got a couple of minutes, which we're going to share with you. Uh, and uh, Alanti is busily shuffling the cart here. But I tell you what, yeah. can I just say, I'm being really made here. I've got like a really excited lady here with me at the moment from Spirit. Yeah. Can I just say, has mum passed Bernie? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, can I just say, was, was can I just say, were, were you... Uh, I don't know if I'm saying this the right way around. Were you your mum's, or was your mum your biggest champion? Was she the one that bigged you up, or was she the one that was... Because I feel like there's this real mutual support there. Like, you, know, yeah, you were looking after her, but yeah. when, when you had your tough times, mum was the one that picked you up, dusted you down, and put you back on your feet. That's right. Yeah. yeah, we had a very uh, close bond. Thank you. And that's the way yeah. she's coming across. But now I've got to ask you this, because... Mm. First of all, she's dancing, but at the same time, can I ask you, did your mum ever have white shoes that you remember? Because I don't see many people with white shoes these days, but do you ever remember her having white, or she would have worn, 
had a pair of white shoes, she would have worn, worn like comfy shoes that, you know, they're the, what she said was. Yes, yes, yeah. she did. Yes. Yeah. And she said, they were the only ones that they didn't bother me corns. So would you understand that? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And, and that's what. She, yeah. Sorry, and the bunions, and the bunions. Yeah. So she's saying, they didn't bother me bunions and they didn't bother me corns. Uh, and she said, oh, the F's yeah. comfy. And she said, would you. And, and I tell you what, you know, people were, you know, jogging bottoms these days, or as Americans call them, sweatpants. Yeah. What can I say? Did, was your mum still a favourite wearing? She still liked to wear a skirt. Would that make sense? She did. She was nearly yeah. always in trousers, but she did like to wear a skirt. She was going well, somewhere. I tell you what. I tell you what. The reason I'm asking you is because you know, years ago, you used to get the uh, ladies could get kilts that they could wear, uh, and she showed me like a. Yeah. And if it's not tartan, but sometimes you can get a kilt that's in like pale blue or it's like got different colours in it. But it's like a woolen skirt, like light yeah. kilt. And you know, sometimes when a lady sits down and she'll tuck it under her legs. And, and I feel like what she's saying here, yeah. mum was still very much a lady, but wasn't she when she was here? And she was still very, you know, she liked her P's and yeah. Q's. And, and yeah. you know, and for example, yeah. if you presented her with a sandwich, like there was like a doorstep, she'd tell you off because <laughs> she was a bit like the queen she liked cucumber sandwiches with the, seed, the seeds yeah. taken out and the yeah. crust cut off would you understand this mum being at, at the time prim and proper and she liked to do yeah. things just right would you understand this and she, she did to a point she liked things just right she wasn't overboard with it yeah that's, she was... that's what that's what i mean she, uh, she was a, a very much a, a lady when i say a lady at the moment uh it's like if you're going out to church, you didn't go in your scruffy trousers or you didn't go in your That's scruffy right. That's you what I mean. She, she yeah. did everything properly. Would you understand yeah. that? Okay. Even and us that, kids, we had to have a proper skirt and blouse and a, a hat on our heads. And <laughs> That's what she's saying. So yeah. what she's saying, what mum said, oh, um, she just mentioned, uh, would you understand who Brenda is as well? Brenda? Yeah. Yeah, she's, um, she's a family member from next door where we lived. Right, okay, um, and Brent's now passed. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Can I just say, oh, and, and I, I know this is an old, old name, and I always say to people, if you go back far enough, you'll find one of these, but yeah. can I just say, was Dot or Dorothy connected to Mum as well? Yes. Thank you. Okay, yeah. Brent, yeah, Brenda, yeah. And Dot, Brenda and Dot want to be remembered. But what she's oh. also, uh, what Mum's saying to me here is, uh, for you, uh, and I know this whole lockdown thing's got everybody yeah. down, but she's saying to me as well, she said, Never, right, what's this for you? Now, she's talking about a situation here where I feel that, I don't know whether you're being pushed or cajoled into something. You know, like when somebody wants to move house or say like your husband wants to move house and sell the house. And yeah. I feel like either you're being pushed or cajoled, but you're happy where you are. You're happy what you're doing. You're content with, relatively content with your life right now. But there's somebody around you that's, I, I, I don't know, cajoling you, pushing you, or uh, winding you up because they're yeah. trying to get you to sign up to something that you're not happy about. Would you understand yeah. that? I think it's my son because he's a bit he's a bit down with it all now and he wants to yeah. move near to Birmingham. Got you. Okay. So we've been talking about moving. Okay. Uh, and are you, can I just say, would, would I be right in saying that you're telling him to hold on, hold his horses, just wait, don't push it just yet? But he's like, he's bugging you about this? Not. He's not bugging me as much. He's only mentioned it a couple of times, but I do okay. know. Yeah. Okay. He wants to go. Well, you know, you know, your mum was like a lady who liked to do yeah. things properly, and everything, and she's saying just bide your time, bide your time, yeah. it will fall into place. Mm. And there's an old saying, you know, uh, 
what's that saying? Uh, acting hate, repenting leisure. And she's saying, mm. tell him not to rush because he will regret it. Okay. And that's, that's yeah. from his nan. That's from his nan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Atlantia, anything for you at all? Sorry. Yeah, I'm very, um, I'm very aware that you seem to have a lot going on in your mind just lately. Your mind oh. feels like it's really busy and there's so yes. many things flying around. Yeah. I actually feel that, you know, you can be a very logical person, but I feel that you're actually acting more on emotion than logic yeah. at the moment. And very all this much. is going crazy. Mm. I feel as though you need a bit of grounding. You really yeah. need to ground yourself mm. a little bit because you, you are in the mind energy a little bit yeah. too much. Um, is it yourself that's had some dizzy spells? Because I'm feeling I have some, actually, yeah. 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 Mm. I'm feeling some Strange, dizzy spells. actually, because it's, a lot, it's only for a fleeting second. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, what was that? Yeah, yeah. I think mm. you, I think this is part of your grounding. I'm feeling like I really want to be connected to the earth yeah. energy as opposed mm. to up here. Um, I also feel as though you've got celebrations coming. I don't know why, but I keep seeing a baby here. So I don't know if there's a baby in the family or there's somebody due, but take that one with you. Oh, I wonder which one that is. <laughs> but I do feel some celebrations here, but yeah. I feel like there's going to be a lot more happiness around you because I do oh, feel good. as though, even though I know we've had COVID, but it's not mm. just COVID, I'm feeling this low mood as though there's been yes. other things going on as well with this low yeah. mood. And I do feel as though there's a lot more happiness and there's a lot of healing going on. Yeah. I feel as though you've got some new beginnings and I feel okay. like you really need to trust in yourself and take a leap yeah. of faith and go with it. So even yeah. if it's something that you think, oh, I don't know if I'd normally do that, yeah. you know, just do it, just go, go for it. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like you, you need to be stepping outside your comfort zone a little bit. You don't have to go massively for a yeah. little bit. And I feel like it's going to bring in some really good things for you. If you've been wanting to learn something, if you've been interested in learning, it just doesn't mean you've got to go to college course, yeah. but if there's been something you've been interested mm. in, start researching, start learning it yeah. by Google, go on the internet or whatever it might be, mm. because I feel as though your soul is wanting some new stuff, yeah. new knowledge, and it's kind yeah. of a soul energy thing I'm feeling. So mm. I think by doing this, you're going to come to a place where it's full of positivity, oh, long-term plans, optimistic, you know. Just you what I need. Yeah, you can have some really mm. great things here. Yeah. Who is it that's um, either been on about having a little puppy or they're talking about a little puppy? Me. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't get one because of lockdown. Oh, it'll come. You yeah, get well, one. It will they were come. saying that the dogs' homes are going to be chocker soon, aren't they? They will, oh. yeah, because they've all yeah. bought the dogs. And I mean, the, the price they're charging for the dogs is phenomenal. Yeah. And I just thought, you know, it's well out in the price range. Yeah. yeah. And the dogs' yeah. homes are not open at the minute, so I'm thinking, look, I can't get the dogs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, will, you will get one. You will yeah, get one, I'll and it'll be lovely. Happy, thank you. <laughs> I do feel like I've got a jigsaw puzzle that feels a little bit, bit messed up at the moment. Yeah. I feel as though all them pieces are going to slot into place, and you're going to reach oh, where you want to be, and you're just going to feel like a sigh of relief. Oh. I feel that around you. So Let things me. are going to come together for you. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna manage to get on now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was supposed to come on at this time and I didn't realise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are right though. There's, there's been a lot going on. There's been a lot going on in my head. And Mum's only recently died. She died yeah. the end of February. Uh, she'd have been a hundred. Oh wow! Wow. wow! wow! She would have been. Wow. She missed the guy a few weeks. Mm. Oh. Yeah, oh, just, just one thing as well, Bernie. She keeps yeah. showing, uh, I don't know if this is Ali or Alice. So, who would Alice be? Alice. 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 Al
That was Mum's work friend. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. She's just mentioned Alice, that's all. Yeah. So uh, she just wants to be remembered and she she's, as they say, alive and kicking, okay? Good. And, she's yeah. happy. <laughs> and listen, just before I let you go, uh, yeah. I can't find it now, but while Atlante was talking to you and she said about you, you getting a hobby or getting busy or getting training yeah. or something, I pulled out a card, said, uh, I can't find it now, but it said, uh, reclaim your art. And the, the, the meaning of the card is basically saying, that hobby, that interest, that that's something that that's for you. For example, if you play, played the guitar when you were little, pick up the guitar again, or if you, yeah. if you loved art, get yourself into that. So it's about something for you, and, and rather than that's putting what yourself it is. out there for everybody else, it's okay? the art. Because I'm into yeah. arts and crafts, and I'm thinking about starting a new log online business. Go for it, yeah, go for yeah. it. I've been thinking so much. I kept thinking. Am I good enough for it? And no. yes, you you mad at me. yes, you are. Yes, you are. Dispel that oh. thought because yeah. dispel that thought because it's spirits who are saying, "Look, you know, they're yeah. dropping it in there. That seed yeah. of yeah, the seed to germinate." Okay, so yeah. go for it, and uh, I want to see your pictures online, Bernie. Okay, okay. I will do. Come out your mind a bit, Bernie. When you when you're in your art, come out of your mind and go with your feeling. Yeah, because then you won't go wrong. You'll, you'll, right, you'll find yeah. your way with it. Yeah. I mean, my art is good. I know it is, but I pick faults with all my artwork. Um, yeah. We all do it. We all do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, God, that's smashing. I'm going, no, it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell so you I'll, what. I'll have a go with it now. Yeah. Now that you've said that, I'll definitely have yeah, a go with it now. Listen, mm. go for it, Ben. Listen, we've got to disappear, okay? So we'll love you and yes, leave you. Uh, so, oh, she's gone. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I keep putting my thumb over the... Okay, put my thumb over the face a bit. <laughs> oh, listen, go sort your iPad out and we'll catch you later, okay? Yeah, lovely to lovely to meet you. Thanks so much, Bernie, for the readings. See you. God bless. Take care. Bye bye now. Bye. Okay. See you. Bye. Wow. Well, I'll tell you what, she got in there by the skin of her teeth, didn't she? She's lovely. She's she lovely. is. She is. I, oh, I tell you what, I I left the Midlands must have been five, six years ago now, and it was well before I left there. The, I'm yeah, it will be, won't it? I yeah. was trying to think earlier. I was talking to a friend of mine. I was saying, shoot, it was about five or six years ago that you were down here. Yeah, yeah, but not not for long. I'll be back down. We'll be, we'll be sipping yeah. coffee. So, yeah. listen, uh, yeah. listen, I'm going to love you and leave you too because it's been a yeah. great show. Thanks for joining us again. Uh, we're going to be back same time next week. Yes. But uh, we're going to be joined by Carl Delow, and he's going to be his website is lightworkers.me. Uh, we're going to get some more people on for mini reads as well. So, uh, for Brilliant. you, you've got plenty of planning to. You've got to, we've got to get you out there now, haven't we? Yes. Absolutely, definitely. Yeah. I'm really excited about it all. Great, great. Well, listen, this has been The Room Next Door uh, with me, Andrew D, and Atlantia, uh, my friendly witch down in Stoke-on-Trent. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week with more guests and more readings. And listen, have an amazing week. Stay safe and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye for now. See you soon. Bye. You've been listening to The Room Next Door with me, Andrew D, and my co-host, Atlantia. And thank you for joining us each and every week. But if you would like to get involved with the show, then please follow the links on my website, andrewd.com, to the podcast link. And you can leave us a message there, which we will get back in touch with you each week. Or keep an eye on my social media. And on the day that we're recording, I will put out there a number that you can call live on the show. And you can speak to us and have your 
own very special message indeed. So you've been listening to The Room Next Door. Stay tuned. <laughs>